Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We're coming to you live today once again from Atlanta, Georgia, and and we're coming to you live on the Sabbath day where we're giving all honor, all glory to God, and we, we thank you for tuning in to our broadcast today. Today I have on the line with me uh, Prince Yesher, and I have Dr. Adams on the line with me. I want them to come in and, and briefly introduce themselves and let and, and give you a little word right quick uh, before we get started. And, and uh, Dr. Adams, I understand uh, you have a program that's, uh, that's coming off, um, so I want you to go ahead and go first and, and introduce yourself and uh, tell us about what you got going on briefly and then turn it over to, to uh, Prince Yusha. Okay. Hello, everybody out there in Radio Land. My name is Dr. Vanessa Adams. I am a producer. I am a minister first, and I'm a producer of theater, film, and television. And I produce uh, clean comedy every Saturday at Uptown Comedy Club in Hapeville. We have Can You Make Me Laugh, December 22nd. Um, Actually, if you call in, we can give you free tickets. Um, we do a showcase where we have artists on there as well as comedians. We're doing a tribute show. We have Bernie Mac. We have Richard Pryor. We have Robin Harris. We have Mom Mabley. We have even Sammy Davis Jr. And um, we also have um, just an opportunity and a platform for any upcoming comedians to be able to grace our stage and give them an opportunity. That's what we have on uh, starting December the 22nd and going into the year 2019. It will be every Saturday and every Sunday. So if you're interested, please uh, reach out to Reverend Gant. He has my information. You can give him a call and he can forward the information. If you're interested in being a part of the audience at Can You Make Me Laugh, you can also reach out to Reverend Gant and he'll have some free tickets for you. And um, 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 Prince, you're sure you can take it from there. Uh, good afternoon. Um, let me yeah, you. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it better, sir? Can you hear me well? Uh-huh. Peace, peace. Uh, how you doing? I'm just just a brother. That's all. I just want to tell you to be encouraged today. Be great. Um, and uh, whatever you're going through, just continue to realize that if you think a thing different, you say a thing different, your life will change. And I'm just always here to, to give a positive information. And they call me Asher. That's my name, and I love you. And I'm glad you were able to listen to this and hopefully be blessed by what it is that we may have a conversation about today. Go ahead, sir. Well, Prince Yesha, uh, well, tell them, tell, them, tell them about your name. Tell them what that means. Uh, introduce yourself as to who you are. All right. Well, um, I ain't nothing but a preacher's kid, really. That's <laughs> who I am. And so, uh, you know, I'm full of Bible, to be honest with y'all, but I had to realize that the Bible is actually talking about me and, and our family. That hit me up late when I was in the military. But my name is Kyle, and Kyle means life of L. See, I didn't know that, right? Because the books say his people are called by his name. You see, it's so funny how it all worked out. So 
I went to war, and as God taught me how to pray, he said, raise your hands, spread them out wide, pray toward the temple, and that's how you can affect the heavens. And so when I did that, he started to tell me that my name, you know, he wants you to be righteous, and that the name Kyle means righteous or upright in Hebrew. See, every language comes from Hebrew, y'all. Everything, the base of all, Adam is a Hebrew word. Hawa or Eve is a, is a Hebrew word, see. So the Hebrew name is Yasher. So Yasher is how I've been called. And so it's in my life to live upright. I try to do all this other stuff in this world, but, you know, when you do train a child in a way that they're supposed to go, they can run and fight and plead and do whatever they want to do. But sooner or later, whatever it was that you put in that child going to come through. And so my answer is to be positive, sing music about it, and teach people what's right so we can move forward. Amen. 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 Well, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh, I, You know, I, I have to check the line to see if we have any other callers on the line because we have, uh, we have, we have a couple of calls that are going to be calling in on the guest line. So if we have any other callers on the line, if you, if you're there, please just, uh, just try to uh, let us know that you're on the line so that we can, uh, so that we can bring you forward. But I, I want us to go ahead on and jump right on in. Uh, Dr. Adams, you know, you and I was having a conversation uh, this morning. Well, we always having some kind of conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We always having some kind of conversation. And, and, and we were talking, and, and I was letting you know that the radio broadcast today, we were going to be coming out of the book of, of, uh, of Ezra. Uh, Ezra, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and we were talking about we were talking about uh, unifying, you know, about unifying the families, about unifying the nation, about us coming back together as a nation of people, about us remembering who we are. I mean, I mean, the the people had been in bondage. The people had completely lost themselves. Uh, as me and as me and uh, 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 Prince Yeshua was talking earlier. You know they had married into they had married into into the the the, the other nations and uh, you know had had children by them and uh, you know had, they had they had completely turned themselves over to other cultures and 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 uh, and now I you know I believe that we as Black America we are in the same position as they were in 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 the book of. Uh, of uh, of us of uh, Ezra, of Ezra, as in the book of Ezra, we was we we in the same position. So I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and go from there. Okay, uh, I would say this is that the book of Ezra is so important and is relevant now. And I would say this is that it was it was yeah they were move they were marrying other um other idol worshippers. They they became they took on other idols and then it was no longer God. But then when God started calling them back, they started leaving the wives and the children everything that was tainted. God brought them back. So we've been you know we're going. God is is calling his people back and he's calling them back because it's like after a while he's only going to allow things to go on so far. And then when it goes so far. He's going to say, okay, now it's time. And then he has a time and season for everything. You can only go so far. But, yes, he is bringing his people back. 
and uh, they, they they married into other cultures, but they married into adultery. They were their gods became just like Solomon. Solomon was about you know God, but then all of a sudden he started taking on all these concubines and wives, and he took on their gods. He allowed them to live their gods in his temple. Build temples for their gods and right like that. Compromise with them. He compromised with them, and then you know, and uh, what happened was. It's like that now. You think about it. If you have a conversation, you know, we, we, we hear this all day long. It's so easy to slip into another type of realm. We, we can hear conversations of a secular realm. People that are non-believers will try and tell a believer what God loves and how God is. They don't read the word, and they don't have his spirit because they don't understand. Because once you get into the word of God, you realize what you're talking about. He, will, he said, I will take the foolish things to confine the wise. They'll be saying, how is God going to do that? Why are you doing that? And how come I said because God said it? And you got to be bold enough to stand on the word, the word of God, the will of God, and the voice of God, and God not tell nobody else but you. And you got to deliver that message. And when people start listening to that message, it, for those that have the spirit, they will, it will, they will gravitate to that word. That's how you know who belongs to him. Just like he just said, that name represents God knows who's his. I'm telling you, some kind of way in your name, some kind of way your birthday, some kind of way something let you know is his. He gave us his name, yes. But it's somewhere when you were born, he said something about L, and I think about my maiden name. You know, my name I, it originated from France. You know, and, and, but the, the main thing is that my maiden name have L in that. And so now my, 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 I got married, but my name is Adam first. So in that, you know, and God created Adam. So in that, it's amazing how he comes full circle. But I'm saying this, we're living in a day and a time. We're living in an evil time. And in the word of God, he said, I will keep you from the hour and the time of evil. Now, what he's saying is this is that he ain't got to take you out of the world to deliver you from evil. He can keep you from it because once you stay in his word, righteousness residence in you. Righteousness is there. It doesn't matter. You can say, okay, oh, no, you know, oh, no, that, nope, not. Mm. Yeah, it might look evil to you because you ain't in the word. But by the time you get onto that word, it's amazing what God would do. And people say he ain't in it and he ain't going to do it. But if you stand on his word and if you get into that word, you find out all your cliches have been false. And the word of God is saying true. And it's going to, God watches over his word to perform it. And it's nothing but truth in that. Okay, well, right. well, well, uh, uh, Prince, I, I want you to come in now to, uh, to you know, to get, on the, it. To, yeah, to get into the book of Ezra. So uh, where we are as a people, I mean, I mean, we saying we're saying that that the, that Black America, we're pretty much in that same position as as as, as the children of Israel was in at that time. What do we need to do to come out of this? Well, um, it's real simple, sir. <laughs> to me, every problem, everything we've always talked about on every one of these shows, there's a Bible verse. If we just not go through, you know, well, I believe and I think that if we can, if we just go and turn to the place in the book where he already described it, it will explain it to us thoroughly on how we to get out of it. And so I, that's kind of the way I'll be thinking about yeah, it. Well, so, well in, the, in, the, in, in, in this book, they realized their sin, and they actually divorced. They actually put these women away and the children. Uh, right. You can imagine the confusion that it caused in that day. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, how would we do something like that in America? How how would we bring our families back together? How okay? How would we even bring the churches together? Because that's what I'm trying to do now. You see the difficulties that I'm having. And Dr. Adams, well, you just went over and spoke with the the the, the Baptist uh, Ministers Association. So 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 how do we how do we how do we bring our people back together? With, 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 as as they did. It comes directly to the script, sir. He said in Deuteronomy, Devarim 30, in the end of time, okay, some of y'all going to wake up. See, firstly, it's a remnant. All y'all, like that movie Get Out, we've been put through, like the movie um, uh, Goodbye Uncle Tom, 1971. You are in a total mental slavery. You are out of your mind. You don't know who you is. So now if the Father is waking you in this time to say, hey, there's something going on in this spiritual thing, it might be something to this Bible. It must be okay, a reason okay, that every okay, courthouse... Okay, okay, but you, you, you hit on something. I want you to bring it out that we talked about earlier. You said, you, said, you said that we don't know who we are. You, right. you, you gave off three things saying that, okay, we, we've lost our identity. We, we yeah. lost our... Okay, go ahead. So we've lost who we are. So you, my mom, my grandma said, you never know where you're going till you know where you came from, first of all. Uh-huh. So you'll always be lost in life and not know who you are, where you're going. Then at the second time, you need to look at what it is that you're doing. And then you need to look and see if there's some remedy to that. And it all comes back to that. We all really talk about the same conversation, like in Ezra, the 10th chapter. He said here, um, and while Ezra was praying, let me go back. Let me go back. He's going to say something that's key to it, though. He basically going to say, we have trespassed, verse 2, we have trespassed against our Elohim and have taken foreign women from the peoples of the land, and now they're expectancy in Israel concerning this. Now then, let us make a contract with our Elohim to put away all, the wives, all these wives and those who have been born to them according to the counsel of our Elohim, who is Yah, and, and of those who tremble at the command of our Elohim, and let it be done according to the Torah. That's the problem. If we got, right. we, got a, we got a problem with our relationships and the women are being bad like we talked about, guess what? Go back to Ephesians where it says you can't hit her because you don't love yourself if you're hitting her. You don't deserve her. You're putting your hands on one of the best women on the earth who happened to be the daughter of Zion, who we call black women, who is the most beautiful and the most talented. How are you going to put your hands on her? But at the same time, daughter of Zion, you're supposed to love your husband as you love the master, who you cry to, who you go to church for. You're supposed to reverence your man that way. So when you get to doing what Torah say, whatever the situation is in your where, life, where, 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 yourself where? back up. Well, well, Doctor Adam, most of the women I be talking to, they be trying to say that ain't no good men out here, and, and ain't no, you know, and and we 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 talked on the last show, we talked about how the women are taking on a, a role in the church, a leadership role in the church because the of the absence of men. So I'm gonna let you come on in on that now. Well, you know, there's always good men out there. I I know that there's good men out there. I'm on the phone with two of them right now. And so, therefore, I think that their perspective of what they expect from a man, if they wasn't raised from a, a, a good role model as a, a, as a father, because a father is a, is also the head of every family. Where, where and, they've, been assimilated, they've been assimilated to American culture. I mean, they, that, I, was, I was waiting on, on, on yesterday to bring that out. We, we took on a culture that was not our own. Go ahead. Yeah, we took on a culture, culture that was not our own. But one thing for sure I can truly say as far as an African-American father, my father was the king. 
And so we, I lost, we lost him early part of this year. He was 93 years old, but he ruled his house, and he ruled it with love. And we submitted to my father, and he took good care of us. He's an excellent provider, and you didn't mess with his kids. And I remember he wasn't the greatest husband sometimes, but he was a great daddy. So he was a great father. So, but I remember my mother and my father having some challenges in their marriage. It was a milestone, maybe when they was in their 50s. So my mother about 50, he was about 55. The challenge was, when they got married, my mother was 16 when they got married. When he died, they had been married for 73 years. So when they went through a difficult time, my mother sought to divorce him. Well, the divorce papers came to the house. The only thing different was my father tore up the papers. And he said, (laughs) you ain't, he tore up the papers. I was was there. I was a little girl. He came to the the sheriff came and brought him some papers, and he said he looked at this. He said, "What is this?" And she was looking at him like, mm, "What it looked like?" And then um, she said, "He read it, and he said divorce papers." He said, "Oh, really?" He told them papers up in front of her face. He said, "You ain't." He said, "You can leave, but you ain't taking my kids with you." He said, oh, "You ain't God. gonna take." He said, "You ain't taking." He didn't say you ain't taking my house. You ain't taking my car. He didn't say, say nothing material. He said, you ain't taking my kids with you. Now, you can go if you want to go. But everything I work hard for, you ain't taking it with you. So my mother went to my brother. I only got one brother. It was three girls, one boy. My mother went to my brother and said, um, I'm going to leave your daddy. So who you going? She was determined to leave anyway. So she asked my brother. Who are you going with? You going to stay with me or you going to go with your dad? My brother looked at my mother. And my mother, my brother is a mama's boy. He looked at my mother and said, I'm going to go with daddy. That crushed my mother. Mm. And at that point, when he died, they had been married 73 years. Mm-hmm. So she didn't go anywhere. So what I'm saying is this is that. If you have a role model for a father, it, it, it kind of goes this way. Women play a part. Women play a great part. But the men play the greatest part. And when you are a model in front of your children, especially your daughters, your daughter's going to look for that Godhead. Let me tell you something about a Godhead. A Godhead ain't, uh, a Godhead, uh, huh? Okay, you're saying that, that, that a woman... A, a godly woman is going to be looking for a god that god part of the man that she's seeking. If she had a godhead daddy, okay. Right. If she had a godhead daddy, and and it's been demonstrated in the home how a man is to treat a wife, even though he did what he did, you know, affairs here and there. He took care of the home. My mother didn't go without. He took her off her job. He retired her from a job and took well, care of the family. Well, so, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Uh, 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 yes, okay. The word of God says about marriage. Okay. In America, a man is only to have one wife. True. But according to the word of God, what does the word say? Sir, in the book of Exodus, the 21st chapter. The father went to explain after he gave the Ten Commandments because he was giving the law to Moshe. He gave the law concerning family right after it. Sir, the whole Bible has been built off of the law of what Moshe gave. 
everything concerning the children of Israel is you're going to live and live good if you follow my rules and regulations. You're going to die and never see greatness if you break them. One of them okay. rules was one of them rules was that if I was a great enough man and I was being fair unto one woman and had the ability to bless two households, the Father in heaven wouldn't have a problem with it, seeing as in there are seven women to one man in the city of alone, and half the men have decided not even to ever touch a woman. Therefore, it's 14 women unto one man in one city everywhere you go. But, see, you live in a Roman-slash-Gregorian system and society. We got Roman Colosseum. We eat pasta. And what kind of culture did they have? They had a homosexual culture where they were forced to get married and have one male and one female so that their race would not die. But their culture was to do things that was backwards that did not have children. But the children of Israel, though, even to the priests from the beginning of the Bible, even until the end of the Bible when the king of heaven come, he going to marry seven beautiful women according to what the scripture says. He going to have more than one. And so this is the way the system has been built from David to Solomon. The problem came in is, is when we walk away from the law. How are you going to buy this girl a Benz and they're going to buy that girl a Benz? How are you going to be nice to this woman and they're going to be nice to that woman? No, you don't deserve this daughter of Zion because you don't know how to treat them. You, you're not going to come to her dad and you're not going to bless her dad's family, which used to be a wedding dowry, which is really you paying for her. You're not going to yeah. come and show them that you're a good man, that she ain't going to never lie for nothing, and that her grandkids, her children ain't going to never lie for nothing. Well, then you don't deserve my daughter. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's written. That's how you so, got to so, do it to the so, pair of so, kings. So, 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 Dr. Adam, why do you, you think that our marriages are not working? Why, why, why all of a sudden nowadays, okay, back in the slavery days, even they snuck and got married, right. you know? So this is wrong what they're saying, that black men don't want to marry their women and this and that. What what's what what's going on with us today? Why we can't come together as a church? Why we can't come together as a family? Why we can't why we can't bind together, uh, Doctor Adam? Because actually, everybody been they've been every, people are led away because of their lust. See, lust only fulfills so much, and after it's fulfilled, it's done, it's dead. So when I think training, teaching, we're not teaching. If people get married for the wrong reason. If they understood okay. what the purpose of a re, of a marriage was, it's, what, they get married reason, for the wrong what reason. reason. Dr. Adam, what reason? What, what why reason? We, what? Why we marrying today? Why? Why? I mean, you say we getting married for I the mean, wrong for the reason. wrong reason. It's because of sex. They, you know, even in the church, it's because after a while, men get tired of waiting for a wife. They just take something because they can have sex, and after that is over with. Then the real one come along. Then all of a sudden, the real one come along. Then all of a sudden, it's like they called up, so they spirit all taught, tied up. So in that. We're not waiting for God to do it. We're taking it upon ourselves to do our own thing in our own way and only having a little bit of information about it because, to be honest with you, sex education should be taught in the church before anything. But the oh. secular world took it and ran down with it. And then the number uh. two thing, marriage, what marriage is all about should be taught before they get married anyway. I believe that before they get married, they should have marriage classes to let them know, okay, now this is what it is. It ain't going to be a bed of roses. But you're going to have to stick it out because now it's going to make you better. You'll be able to say, oh, I stayed 50 years. Ooh, that's got... When people say how long they've been married, they are so proud to say it. But then some people say, I've been married 50 long, long years, and they all tired and broke down. That's not the will of God. But to be able to be vibrant, doing the will of God, doing something where you're, you're, you're really sowing seeds, what your faith, releasing your faith in the earth that they can say they did this, this is the faith that they released. You know, in other words, we are little gods. And little gods by faith should be released in the earth. 
So therefore, what are you doing to come together to be dunamis? You come together, mind, body, soul, and spirit to be dunamis on one accord, being able. You ain't gonna be thinking about a whole bunch of women if your mind on making something happen in life. But then you know, sometimes, huh? But I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you. That sound that's that's agreeable, but that don't mean that it ain't possible for me to be taken care of. See, every corporation, especially in America, is filled of what? Black women with a glass ceiling on top of their heads, using their humongously beautiful, wonderful work output to create a vision. Martin Luther King ain't nothing without our own sisters marching. So is Malcolm X and all of them. But we as men, as leaders, have, and as always will be, a certain amount of women will help you do what it is you're doing. That's true. So now if you can't, as a man, handle more than this one woman as you do this and the third, then that's fine. Because some men in the world, Rebecca was married to one husband, but Abraham had more than one wife. So did David. So now look at what we got to do is look at what thus saith the Father, thus saith Yah. Can I do this? Because the only thing that is sin on the world is the is the transgression of his rules. So now, is it possible for me and the well, other sister to work something? Uh, you, work you know, something? you hit on something, and we're getting, we're getting, our time is getting down to the last five minutes. You hit on something, and I'm going to say this. Okay, I, I'm very close to the, to the Muslim uh, brothers here in the West End area. Oh, and and they, they have more than one wife. They are allowed to have more than one wife. And guess what? They don't have any divorce rates. No they, they, You know, I mean, it's very, very few divorces, you know, unless, unless, the, unless the female just go back out there and get back wild and get back in the world or whatever. You know, it's very, you don't hear them putting away their wives as, as, as we are going through, you know, one, two, three marriages, four marriages, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? I don't want to wait a minute. I don't mean to cut you off, Reverend Gann, but let me bring this out right now because it came to my spirit. We are ahead. living we are in America and America have laws. And because okay. America have All wait a minute. Right. We're living in America and America have laws. And America laws for where you like if you want to go to Montana where the Mormons where they have more than one or something like that, they can get away with that because that's their religion religious right. Right. Yeah. Okay. But wait a minute. So now we're living in America. America have laws. It's one man and one woman. That's the law of America. Okay, but, and, and that's uh, supposed to be Christian. And that's not. But that uh, that Christian belief that they have is not according to the word of God. That's according to the white man. The white woman okay. said that now nah, I'm gonna be the only wife in this house. And here we and, go. And, and just to throw that in there, just to let y'all know, I study the law. The law says that if the state of Georgia's laws and driving laws are one way, I can drive in the state of Florida because all of the states are united. So let's just throw out the truth of it, which they don't want you to know, because what we're really talking about is we are a product of our environment. And there is a great book called The Breaking of the Curse, Willie Lynch, by Dr. Alvin Moe. He explains yeah. to you thoroughly that their whole system of economics is to control and destroy our family relationships so that they can utilize our children, especially our young men like football, and have them have weak minds but strong bodies that create economics for them. So their whole mission in life was to control our relationships. No, okay. no, to keep, uh, to keep, them in, to keep us in slavery, period, in another way. 
And the number uh-huh. one way to do that, the number one way to do that is to, like he said, I'm going to take a black man and take a horse and break his image in the presence of his woman and his child so that they never, ever depend on him. And she go and get food stamps from child support instead of four, five of his baby mamas coming together and working this farm. And all of a sudden, this one community farm like it is today in California is making all of them rich. And instead of you giving your time and effort to one of their corporations, it's you and your children that's eating. And you ain't never got to worry about nothing. Now you can bless the homeless in the corner of your wheel. And now you blessing the city. Why? Because you went back to what the words say. It's over and over. We can talk about Okay, okay. I'm going to have to interject. I'm going to have to come in right now. We're down to our last two minutes. And uh, Dr. Adams, I want you to come back in and talk about uh, what what you got going on. And and go ahead on and close us out in prayer. Okay. Um, actually, December 22nd at Uptown Comedy Club, 397 North Central Avenue in Haightville, Georgia. Between 3 and 6, we have Can You Make Me Laugh? And so, we, Lord, we just say we thank you, we praise, we magnify, we adore, exalt you. We thank you for this opportunity to study your word and to release your word into the atmosphere in Jesus' name. And we thank you that it went to the listeners, Father God, that they will be tuned in next week. And, Father God, give them something to think about and give them a desire to read your word and to know your will and your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh, but, Brother Yeshua, do you have anything you want to add? We got sixty seconds. We just bless the name of the Most High Yah. Hope that we ain't offend nobody. If we did, know that the truth is good and it's love. Okay. We love. Okay, Doctor Adam, tell them how they can get in contact with you. Thank you. Get in contact with me uh, through Reverend Gant. You can reach him if you are interested in any tickets. If you didn't call in but you're still interested in coming out, get in touch with Reverend Gant, and he will have the tickets. And we look forward to seeing you. We welcome you and we invite you out in Jesus' name. Amen. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And and we're talking about we're talking about bringing our pe- our people back together as one nation. That's going to start in the family. That's going to start with us coming back to God. This is the whole mm-hmm. truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening. In Jesus. Amen. Name. In Amen. Jesus name. Amen.